What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Before we go into it, please follow the podcast page. Click the little bell for notifications. We're now on Spotify and Apple Music. Very exciting stuff. Uh, And we're going to be on YouTube shortly, so stay tuned for that. Also, please share this with your friends and fam. I want your mama. I want your grandmama listening to this podcast. I want you to reconcile your differences with your estranged cousin by showing them this podcast. Get closer. Become family again. Whatever the fuck you got to do. Please just share this shit. And before going into the review, a bunch of people asked me, you know, what should I do? Should I be listening to the album before the podcast, during, after, yada, yada, yada? I don't know. You could do whatever you want. I personally watch reviews for albums I've already listened to, so I can like agree, disagree, get insights from the reviewer. Or sometimes, you know, I go into it cold and just discover some new stuff. So pick one, whatever you want to do. Going into some album suggestions, some stuff that I'm probably not going to do a deep dive review of, but I think worthy of mentioning and worthy of people checking out. First off, Animal by Lump. Lump is a British duo of uh, Laura Marling and Mike Lindsay. I'm familiar with Laura's solo work, but I've actually never heard of Mike before. This project is pretty good. If you're looking for some folk rock vibes, masked into some like art pop and a little bit of electronic, plus some really solid songwriting, you should definitely check this one out. Next, All Dogs Go to Heaven by Glaive. Part of that underground digicore wave, pretty much taking elements of like emo, rap, and pop. It's pretty cool. I kind of like it. Vibey listen if you want something with those types of sounds. Pretty melodic. Definitely check those two projects out. All right, going into the album of the day, Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever. Going into a little bit of who Billie is. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with her. 19-year-old from L.A., California coming off her really successful debut album when we all fall asleep where do we go number one album six grammys best new artist album of the year record of the year song of the year incredibly accomplished at such a young age youngest solo act to ever win the album of the year award in fact the youngest artist in grammy history to win in all four of the major categories in the exact same year obviously an incredibly impressive individual And her brother, Phineas, the producer throughout both these albums, the one we're reviewing today and the previous one, also won producer of the year. That being said, there's a lot of pressure for this album to perform well. I was a fan of her previous project. I enjoyed the singles. I really liked the production first and foremost and felt Billy delivered like a lot of personality. Really interesting songwriting that we haven't really heard in pop, but the slower songs on that last album were my least favorite. So hearing the singles for this one scared me a little bit. That being said, let's go into it. All right, so the first track starting off the album with Getting Older. Very different start from her last album. This one starts off with like a soft, repetitive synth, keeping the tempo. Uh, Not as aggressive as Bad Guy, that's for sure. We have Billy being really vulnerable already here. She touches on topics like getting older, touches on like a stalker it seems the topic of abuse alluding to having been in an abusive relationship really great songwriting here honestly some powerful lines already can't shake the feeling that i'm just bad at healing and maybe that's the reason every sentence sounds rehearsed very powerful the chorus is super gorgeous things i once enjoyed just keeping me employed things i'm longing for someday i'll be bored of It's so weird that we care so much until we don't. 
with Billy's like backup vocals layering in there like really beautifully. So ultimately, Billy closes the track with Hope saying that she promises she'll be fine, but now she's ready to share all this trauma, presumably throughout the album, that she has gone through. Going as far as to say she's happier than ever, at least that's her endeavor, as in that's her goal. She's trying to be happier than ever, and hopefully putting this project together will allow her to do that. Perfect tone setter, a wonderful opener. The next song, I Didn't Change My Number, we get a vibe switch here. Folks, starts with like this like dog growling. I, I was listening to it in the car yesterday and it scared me when it came on because I forgot that it was so aggressive. <laughs> really upbeat instrumental. Billy essentially repeating at the beginning of the verses that she didn't change her number. She only changed who she believed in. Essentially discussing like falling back from what I assume to be an ex. Although the ex seems to not be happy about the situation, Billy has had like enough of this person and she doesn't even care to like entertain them anymore. The chorus is smooth. Don't take it out on me. I'm out of sympathy. Pretty hardcore. I really like the final round of the chorus where she throws in like a little jab where she's like, and your best friend too. Like a little bit of an attitude and personality. I really enjoy when she does shit like that. I remember the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh shit. The outro has this like rhythmic electric vibration, I want to call it, that like continuously goes up in octaves. Already seeing some really cool production from Phineas. Solid track. Love kind of the change in vibe from the opener. The next song, Billy Bossa Nova. Instrumental comes in with like a soft guitar rhythm and some relaxed percussion. I think given the title, Phineas is going for like that Bossa Nova sound. For those who don't know, Bossa Nova, laid back style of samba music coming out of Brazil. Billy kind of sounds like she's singing in a 50s lounge with like smoke covering the room. And it sounds like Billy is describing a secret relationship, sneaking around, using different names at hotels. No one saw her there and with that person. Her flow going into the chorus is really cool. Makes me want to take a picture, make a movie with you that we'd have to hide. Really like her flow. I love her cadence. The beat builds to include these like bells in the background that close out the track. So super solid. Definitely one of my favorites. And then going into My Future, which was the first single that came out in July of 2020. How it often goes at first, I didn't like it. So naturally, I love it now. I think at first I was like, eh, you know, another slow track. But I've come to sort of appreciate her vocal performance on this, especially on the chorus where she's like elongating the I'm in love with my future, can't wait to meet her. It's like a very hopeful sound from her, especially considering the trauma that she's been touching on. The instrumental also like transitions from like a low key piano ballad to like upbeat giving the song some like much needed energy with like a drum kick and some faint electric guitars it sounds like she establishes that she's like in love with herself and her future self first and foremost and not with anyone else great line to summarize this is in the second verse where she says i know supposedly i'm lonely now no i'm supposed to be unhappy without someone but aren't I someone? I think that's beautiful. For some reason, the second half of the song kind of feels like it has the same groove of like Sinatra's rendition of that like L-O-V-E song or whatever. But I don't know why. I just think of that every time I hear it. The final chorus too has this like gorgeous backup vocal layering over it where she's like, 
it's actually really cool it's like i'm in love 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 it's just like really dope layering on top of it so yeah this is definitely one of my favorite songs all right next track oxytocin i gotta remember to pronounce that right i keep trying to think oxycotton but this is not a schoolboy q album uh if you know you know apparently just prefacing it oxytocin is like because I, I googled it i didn't know what it was apparently it's like a love hormone because it increases during like love-based activities like hugging or sex so yeah quick tangent on that and also when i googled it uh, one of the first google like common questions was how can i increase oxytocin in my girlfriend that was kind of funny to me because i'm like dog she probably just isn't into you but whatever that being said, I do not like this song that much. Uh, this is where the album, like many albums do, hit sort of that set of middle tracks where the tracks can be like hit or miss. It's about someone who wants to be involved in sexual activities, painting a picture that these activities are taboo in a way, but the person want, wants to get involved anyways, with Billy, of course, condoning this behavior. I also find the heavy breathing in the background vocals to be cringy. I think the lyrics are kind of forced and not very authentic. It doesn't really fit the vibe of the album in a way like Billy Bosanova does because it tries to touch on a similar topic, but I just think the songwriting isn't as strong and the instrumental isn't either, honestly. The chorus is pretty weak and repetitive. It's just not a very good song to me. Next, we got Goldwing, also a song I don't really care for. The intro is like a hymn being sung in like a Catholic church almost, it sounds like, which you know, instantaneously turns me off as a Catholic church survivor. Apparently it's like an ancient Hindu poem from like the early 1900s. It transitions to like a heavy bass beat using Billy singing earlier as a sample that she's singing over later on, which is kind of cool. Billy said she wrote this song as like a metaphor for a young woman who is pure, not in the sense of being a virgin, but more so of being a non-traumatized person and you know using this song as a metaphor for that as like she is coming of age and having to deal with like the reality of the world in the song she tells this angel to like go home keep her head down avoid being exploited topically interesting but i don't really gravitate to the song it's not very interesting lyrically and i think the instrumental is just kind of boring moving on to the next song though lost cause which was the fourth single this song is really fucking good, I think. The bass line with a drum beat for the instrumental. Very simple instrumental, but it works because it's mostly about the lyrics here. Billy is low-key being kind of ruthless on this one. She's saying stuff like, Thought you had your shit together, but damn, I was wrong. You ain't nothing but a lost cause. And this ain't nothing like it once was. But you got no job. Like, get him, Billy. That's crazy. The verses describe like sort of this person doing some BS behavior. It's kind of vague, but if you've been in a relationship, you can kind of identify with lines like, uh, you weren't even there that day and things like that. Also, like not nasty lyrics, but pretty mean. Of course, if this person was an abuser, like fuck him, he deserves it. But she goes, I used to think you were shy, but maybe you just had nothing on your mind. <laughs> maybe you were thinking about yourself all the time. I, I used to wish you were mine. But that was before I realized someone like you would be easy for me to find. Like, damn, that's a really good songwriting. <laughs> that was, that's pretty fire, not gonna lie. She ends the song by saying, don't get complacent. And that's some real shit in a relationship especially. You don't want to get complacent. Great song. Definitely one of my favorites. This shit is gonna be in like a coming of age teen drama one day. Probably starring like Olivia Rodrigo or some shit. Next, we got Haley's Comet. 
another great song. It's a piano ballad about falling in love, staying up late for this person, dreaming about them, etc. It, it's a cute track, and I enjoy it, and I like her singing on it. And the chorus singing, Haley's Comet comes around more than I do, but you're all it takes for me to break a promise, silly me to fall in love with you. To me, meaning that she isn't someone around often, but for this person, she'll break that cycle and be around more. It reminds me of Frank Ocean's line from Blonde on the song Self Control, where he says, I came to visit because you see me like a UFO. I think, like, just the theme of space and, like, how rare uh, seeing you as, like, a Haley's Comet slash a UFO, it kind of makes that connection for me. Also, there's this, like, closing piano with Billy singing in this, like, distorted way. I think trying to make it sound like she's in space or something. It's pretty dope. Next up, we got Not My Responsibility. This spoken word, not sure if it's considered a skit. I wouldn't call it a skit because it's quite long. I would say it's like a spoken word track. Some background is on her first album tour, she actually had this track playing in the background of a short video where she was like progressively shedding layers of her clothing. Noting here that Billy, especially as a minor, when that album came out, was known to wear baggy clothes as a way to like not be sexualized in public or to the media naturally objectification of women is a huge issue especially in the entertainment industry this song and that video were sort of a statement on how women are viewed in the world and how like no matter what they wear it's always going to be an issue baggy clothes make her look like a man but shedding her layers uh, supposedly she's a slut questioning why society judges her for these things and makes decisions and like critiques based on these like bogus nonsense things building up to say that satisfying the public's opinion on her is not ultimately her responsibility essentially you know let the woman live as a song powerful for a one-time listen but i skip it pretty much every time it moves really slowly and it's really long for a spoken word it works better as a video when you have visuals but like on an album i'm just not like very into listening to it topically though great message next song is overheated in this song, she goes into detail about being objectified. It actually uses the same production from the spoken word piece. Topically, it's similar. Billy talking about various opinions people have towards her as a celebrity and questioning why people even care. The bridge has a really cool flow to it where she talks about finally feeling comfortable to reveal more of her body. People still having shit to say. Topically, I appreciate the vulnerability, but lyrically, I think she could have done a little bit more to be descriptive and paint the picture. The chorus is also kind of low effort, and sonically, it's nothing to write home about. So in comparison to some of the catchier songs or hard-hitting songs on a project, this one's also kind of low on my list. Next, Everybody Dies. The topic of death, Billy talks about how everyone dies, questioning why people want to stay if everybody goes, being sad about death on occasion, wondering when she will go, and not being able to get back to sort of a simpler life uh, when she was a child and assuming didn't really think about things like this. The instrumental, pretty basic synth, not too engaging. And lyrically, this may be cutting edge for a major pop record release, but I'm not going to lie. I mean, this topic has been touched upon many times in many songs in a more interesting and more engaging way. So for me, this one's also a skip. The next song, Your Power, third single, I feel like probably the most talked about single on this album when it came out. It's an acoustic guitar ballad, song about an abusive relationship, much of which fans assume have to do with her longtime ex-boyfriend who, per the documentary that actually accompanied this album, seemed quite erratic. 
the chorus is vague but powerful nonetheless try not to abuse your power i know we didn't choose to change you might not want to lose your power but having it is so strange in many ways you can be abusive in a relationship and that abuse of an individual is abuse of the power that you have over them in verse two she goes into similar themes thought that i was special you made me feel like it was my fault you were the devil lost your appeal does it keep you in control for you to keep her in a cage and you swear you didn't know you said you thought she was your age fantastic songwriting especially considering billy and this individual being kind of far in age and billy being a minor at the time which in and of itself is an abuse and a manipulation technique and can keep someone in power. Powerful song. I'm sure it was very difficult for Billy to write this and put it out there, so thank you for doing that. Not exactly one I return to too often, but for people who have you know gone through something like this, I'm sure this definitely speaks to them in a special way, and I think there's a lot of beauty in its existence. The next song, NDA. Pretty self-explanatory topic. Billy dealing with fame and annoyed about all the hoops she needs to jump through to lead a vaguely normal life. Describing a situation in the first verse where she makes a boy sign an NDA. The beat is kind of sick, especially towards the end of the verses with this like guitar being super engaging, like the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, some shit like that. The chorus turns me off, though. I don't like the synth and distortion of her voice. It adds nothing and swiftly changes the vibe. Verse 2, Billy is already tired of being famous. She wants to run away. A really good line that I like from this is, I thought about my future, but I want it now. Kind of a callback to the future that she was talking about earlier on the project. Solid song. Next we have Therefore I Am, second single. A well-needed majority upbeat track after a slew of slower songs. Classic synth and guitar instrumental. She repeats, you think that you're the man, I think, therefore I am in the chorus. Almost like a braggadocious track with her coming at someone for thinking they're top shit. Billy doesn't care about their opinion at all. Not much to say here because that's pretty much the whole song. Solid, nothing special. And next we have Happier Than Ever, the second to last song on the album. This song is fucking great. This and My Future are the two favorite songs. I think today I made the decision that this might have been my favorite. I don't know. It starts as a guitar ballad with a powerful chorus right out the gate where Billy is singing, when I'm away from you, I'm happier than ever. Wish I could explain it better. I wish it wasn't true. Very classic sentiments, especially in a breakup, but the context of this particular album seems even more powerful. The first verse is Billy questioning her now seemingly ex on whether they cared and saying that she was miserable during their time together. Halfway through the song, the acoustic guitar turns into this electric guitar slowly transitioning and changing the sound of the song to be a lot more aggressive. Billy then goes on to describe a scenario where her ex was drunk driving, not listening to her voice of reason, and just being an asshole. This kind of builds up to this strong verse three. This verse is amazing. Feels like the peak of the album where she says, and I don't talk shit about you on the internet. Never told anyone anything bad. Cause that shit's embarrassing. You were my everything. And all that you did was make me fucking sad. It's really great. Don't waste the time I don't have and don't try to make me feel bad. I could talk about every time you showed up on time, but then I'd have an empty line because you never did. 
fucking hardcore great great verse really great songwriting vaguely hear her screaming her brains out in the background screaming like fuck you it's very intense it's awesome and then the last song the closing track deciding to end on a ballad but with like a happier note it's called male fantasy and the topic of male fantasy only really comes up in the first verse where she's talking about watching porn and she can't stand it because it's in the lens of the male fantasy i can't lie i don't really understand the point of titling the song that and the verse is saying that because none of the other verses match that and neither does the chorus but her album the chorus is very nice coming to terms with the fact that although the relationship came with bad experiences she did love that person and still does to an extent it's interesting to hear her say that especially considering the trauma that she went through great line in the chorus guess it's hard to know when nobody else comes around if i'm getting over you or just pretending to be all right convince myself that i hate you i think a lot of us felt this way in general with breakups but i think in billy's situation specifically it's really interesting to hear her be so self-aware especially after somebody treated her so badly it's a beautiful closer and given everything honestly incredibly mature mature to the point where low-key i feel like she could be more mad i would be but I can't hate on someone who reflects into something so healthy and in a positive way. So beautiful way to close out the album. I would say my favorite tracks were I Didn't Change My Number, Billy Bossa Nova, My Future, Lost Cause, and Happier Than Ever. Things that I would improve, I would say, honestly, Billy put every song on this album that she wanted to put on. It felt like every song did feel somewhat intentional, and I could never say that I wasn't a very cohesive and thoughtful album but honestly i just felt like the songwriting at times was kind of low effort or doing this against slower instrumentals it often disengages me on a tier list of s to f s being like superb classic i put this at a b minus it has great tracks it's pretty focused i had it as a solid b at one point but on last listen i kind of changed my mind it just feels like every song didn't have the same level of effort in the lyrics and the instrumentals weren't as varied for me to be okay with that as a person it's obvious that she's grown a lot and it shows in her music and i'm very happy for her to feel like she's in a better place and it seems that this album shows a lot of personal growth through overcoming those demons and that in itself is a very beautiful and commendable thing and i hope people truly get that out of this album that's what I think of it. Billie Eilish, happier than ever. Solid project. Before uh, signing off, I'd like to leave my listeners with some words of wisdom, usually from our album of the day. This is from the intro track, Getting Older. I'm happier than ever, at least that's my endeavor, to keep myself together and prioritize my pleasure. All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed listening. Check out my other reviews. Follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Deuces.